Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Mega Man X2 for the Super Nintendo. Part 2. What he said. Welcome back, folks. This is part two of Mega Man X2, and last week we talked all about the various weapons, items, power-ups, and all that fun stuff. It is fun stuff. We went over our thoughts about the game, our histories, and now we are ready to talk about this game, level by level. Now, once you defeated Wheel Gator, you probably want to move on and get all four upgrades to your armor. Yeah, I mean, you pretty if much you, can. If you go in the right order, you can get the boots, and then once you have the Air Dash boots and that Wheel Gator, you can get any of the other ones. That's right. You can totally power yourself up. It'll make this game way easier on you if you do so. Um, I did that and got, like, two heart tanks. Nice. See, I, I and, just took them as they came through, you know what I mean, and then went back afterwards. So, right. you know, my first... You know, a couple of levels were kind of rough because I didn't have a lot of life. Right. Not having the air dash mainly. Well, once you have the spike wheel, you will probably want to move on to Bubble Crab stage because he is weak to it. Yes, this is another uh, good looking stage too. Yes, it is. Uh, you start out in that beautiful sunset. Before the crimson you... rays of the setting sun. And as you make your way through the cave, there's even some holes in the, the exterior that show you that sunset continuing. Yeah. Get a little parallax while you're fighting some bubble bats. Classic bubble bats. Uh, there's a free man up there right away that you do need to have the air dash for. As well as the spin wheel. And the spin wheel. Uh, and then you drop into the water and you fight these weird, like, sharky things. Yeah, I call them torpedo fish. Like, yeah. they, they're they just some kind of underwater fish thing that will shoot to the left or right quickly. Beware. Yes. And then you fall down a shaft. Uh, there's a ceiling blocking you. And then before that gate opens, another door opens and like a giant fish submarine robot yeah. comes out. A giant yellow, um, it's it's a big one too. And then your door opens underneath you and you can fall down. And sometimes it goes up in the air or up in the water and sometimes it goes low in the water. And it has like five or six points on it that you have to f- shoot to destroy it. Yeah, it's like it's tail. There's a... You got like a searchlight at the bottom. There's a laser down there. There's a thing that's emitting little homing fish torpedoes at you. Mm-hmm. There's fins on the bottom and top. It's, it's. I don't know. You don't even have to destroy this thing, really. No. Um, and so. if it goes up, then just leave it alone. Yeah. But if it goes down, there's like a hill that lets you basically shoot at it a billion times. Yeah. This, and it's very easy to destroy if it takes the low route. If you uh, have defeated Overdrive Ostrich, the Sonic Slicer... Oh, will that tear it up? It will, yeah, it'll boomerang the hell out of it. But gotcha. I didn't do it, but I saw it and learned. Now, if you have the bubble power up already, mm-hmm. you come back to this level. Yeah, there is a is it a heart container or an e tank at the top? Uh, well, or there's both. There, okay. There's a there's a heart at the top of this first area. Right, and but you really need that bubble super jump to get to it. At the top is a new type of platform you're going to encounter a few times, and it's like a little mobile wall. Yeah, yeah. And it goes up and down. Mm-hmm. And you can use them to wall jump off of and hold on to. Yeah, I mean, you can get on top of them if you manage it right. But, yep. But, yeah, so this, like, 
fish will come down and open a gate that will lower the level of the water in here too. So it's kind of weird. After he opens that gate, then you can wall jump up and then try to jump over to those. But it, I guess if you have the uh, bubble, you could, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, this all, I didn't realize that that's what was happening. The water oh, table okay. was lowering. That's why sometimes it was way easier than others. Okay, okay. I, that all it all makes way more sense to me now. Or I, I didn't know that the water level started that high. So I didn't realize it was going down because I never saw it. But yeah. Now, um, once it opens that second chamber, which by the way, looks awesome you see like it's actually still like light in there Mm -hmm. and you see like the gradient of light going away yeah the background especially under underwater here looks great yeah but there is another secret area right away yeah yeah on the left side is another one of those little rooms that looks like there's nothing in it yeah you can see and you just kind of walk behind the background to get there yeah through an invisible passage and this is where you fill your sub tanks. Yeah, this was the one I always used. I, yeah, there's another here. one in a different level. But... but this one's so close to the beginning. Yeah. You can get here very easily. And then since it doesn't fill them all the way up once you have all of them, mm-hmm. um, there's a couple more spots along the bottom here that have big That's energy true. refills. So I would just use this whole little front area mm-hmm. and then do it again. Because uh, once you get to the bottom, you do have your first pits, but there are secret little areas. And there's these like... Uh, well, the enemies you fought in the very, very first level that stop and electrocute the air around them or the water. Oh, in this yeah. Case. They look like kind of jellyfish bots. I, yeah. That's what I thought of them as. Yes. And which, you know, you'll see a lot of those cl- crowding up the screen as well as that if that big yellow fish bot could still be blasting away. Yeah, if you haven't destroyed it. You'll have plenty of opportunities to do so. And then halfway through this area is the first sub tank. Yeah, there's a sub tank up there that you can't quite get to yet. No. You need to have the bubble shield equipped, and then underwater, you can jump high enough to get up there and get it. Mm -hmm. And then the final part of this area is a little frustrating because it is, like, all about leaps of faith. It is, and also, I do want to point out that the background here looks really cool as well. You have this, like, underwater... Like, city? Yeah, I don't know. It looks really cool. Like, uh, I was surprised. But there are those moving vertical platforms again, and they're not in your vision until you've made the jump. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, And then the last one... It's a really tight jump from that to the wall. Yeah. If you, you don't have that air dash yet, it is real a tight squeeze. It can be, yeah. So you want you want to be ready for sure. Now you make your way up an area where you're attacked by some shield well, guys. Well, you have a you have a split where if you go up in the water, you can get to a um, the X hunter spot. Right. But if you uh, head to the right, that's when you'll go up a passage. You have to jump, and there are these. I don't know what to call them. They're I call them tri shots, but they're like a triple gun. I hate them with the, with legs. Mm-hmm. That walks on walls. Yeah, and that triple shot is so hard to avoid. Yeah, especially, and they know what they're doing. They always put them in tight areas where it's it's really a, a pain in the butt to avoid. And that's what I used my wheel gator superpower on probably mm, the most. That's a good call, yeah. Yeah, because you can hit them, you know, from a lot of angles you don't normally have the agency to get to them from. Sure, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Now, you could be fighting another one of the Maverick Hunters here, or you can move on, and then the very next area is the boss. Bubble Crab himself. Um, I, I kind of like the design of Bubble Crab. He's one of the ones I, I dig. Very stout. Uh, he kind of has these like energy blades or spikes that come out of the top of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird, but... As if his claws like had their own mystical energy field. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but his main power is the fact that he uses this bubble. Yeah, he has a bubble around him that, at least with the X-Buster, you can't shoot through. You have to wait for him to kind of disengage it and then you can get a shot in 
And um, of course, you are in a water-filled chamber. Yeah. So the yeah. jump is, you know, super tall. Jump is make... weird. He, he messes with the elevation of the, the depth of the water a bit, too. Um, mm-hmm. I fought him quite a bit. This what does he of... do? What are his attacks that aren't that uh, energy claw vertical thing? Because I'm not going to lie. If you have that wheel gator uh, spike wheel, this guy is a nothing. Because that spike wheel will burst his bubble. Yeah. And you can hit him two or three times with each one yes. if you time it correctly. It will eat him for lunch. Uh, as long as he's not jumping the direction you are, it'll hit him multiple times, and it only takes four or five of them to take him out. I, I fought him quite a bit and almost beat him on my first playing around playthrough. Mm-hmm. Like I was, he was one of the first bosses I was able to get to and right. fight. But I, you know, it's a long fight with just the X Buster. Well, because it's a long time. When does he lose that bubble shield? When he does the claw power up. Yeah, it's like he does a jump and some stuff, and then when he'll land, it'll go away for a second. So you jump down and shoot him, and then it's back to dodging. Eh. Gotcha. It, it's, I mean, it, it's doable, but it takes a while. So, you know, don't I, come here first. I, I would, would say. say this is one of the easiest bosses to fight if you have the super gun. Agreed. Or the special weapon. Agreed. Now, when you defeat him, you do get your bubble spray attack. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to go into the boss that it is weak against, you move on to, of course... The fire-based enemy, Flame Stags level. That's right. You're at like the Volcano Zone. And again, another really cool level. I'm yeah. going to say this multiple times. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got a lot of cool-looking rocks and stuff, and you can see kind of, you know, you start in like what I guess is a, a mountainous valley, mm-hmm. and you can kind of... Once again, needlessly cool backgrounds. Yeah. Other yeah. mountains and forests behind you. You have a little uh, incline. You can jump up, wall jump up, and then you'll, you'll, you instantly will see these large beetles yes flying beetle bots and they come down and they don't attack you directly they hover for a second and then uh dash at you and when they hit the wall it's like a big earth-shaking event which should let you know that they do a little bit more than just attack they can break things well there yes there is a thinner wall at the bottom that you can use the beetle to break and that will uh, open a passage inside but if you're if you're clever uh, you can you may notice that there is a conspicuously flat area on top of it that you can stand on. Yeah, and if you ride it all the way up, yeah, that's once how you, you get, yeah, it just starts going straight up once you land on it. And that's how you get to the second uh, sub tank. It's on the left. Yeah, and you have to ride the thing up to get there. And then there is also a free man at the top right of this area. That's right. Yeah, stock up now. And then once you're inside, there's some. Uh, I think those triple shooters again. But yep. uh, then you get to a volcano, a rising lava sequence vertical sequence there's a free man down there that i don't know why you would even try to get yeah i never messed with it no the hardest part of this area is that you have to wall jump to avoid this thing yeah but there is a heart tank in this lava path that's right and it's guarded by one of those wall bots yes so that's kind of a pain uh if you're really fast you can get up there in time to do it with your x buster but i i think using the wheel the spin wheel on that wall kills it fast enough yeah you know that's what i did and Grab that heart tank and get to the top. Now, what's nice, though, is that if you get hit by that lava, it's not an instant death. That's true. It damages you, and you have a few seconds. Like, if you can somehow move fast enough to get back up above, keep your head above lava, then you can save yourself. And there is health for you at the very top if you make it. Very courteous. Uh, Next up, you're faced with another new challenge, and that is a lava pool that has, like, some platforms in it. But the second you land on them, they start to sink into the lava. Yeah, they're kind of like pillars. Um, If you have your air dash they're nothing oh yeah no no problem at all uh, and then another area where you have the beetles and you have to choose which area you want them to infiltrate there there is a next passage section. that you don't need the beetle for but 
Oh, yeah, that's correct. But the ones that you do have uh, power-ups. Yeah, yeah, as well as the top one, I think. That's at least the easiest way to get to the X-Hunter room. Yes. Now, the next chamber, if you don't fight the X-Hunter, is more of those pillars in lava. And this time, there are also those platforms that move uh, based on how many times you've jumped on them. They're back. They are. Again. Not too bad here, though. Well, if you have the air dash, many of these areas that have a falling platform or whatever are just... There's nothing. They're nothing nothing to you anymore. It's stupid to even talk about it. It's wonderful. But then you have this next area where you have to... uh, You wall jump up a passage where there's like little vents or things shooting out puffs of smoke. Yeah, yeah. Which does nothing to you. Right. But the top half, there are flames. Is that where it's just the top half of it? I, is, some, I don't know why or when. I couldn't tell if it was like a timing thing because sometimes it's fire, sometimes it's not. I'll tell you yeah. what. I got hit by a lot of this fire. Yeah. I could not figure out how to time myself to avoid all of it. I, man. I just took it and ran. I, I know. I got to this level a little later because I had beaten two more levels in my progression. So I had three energy tanks. So I was like, well, I don't care. I'll just, E-tank you know what there. I mean? I, I can make make it through. Right. Again, I think this is another area where you have that walker guarding the boss. Yeah, right down there in a little crevasse. It's it's a pain. What a jerk. Uh, but then you have your boss, Flamestag. Pretty cool looking robot. He's cool because... Uh, one of the coolest. I think he's, he's my favorite one from this game. Uh, I have a soft spot for another one we'll get to. But he has cool fire antlers. Yeah, that's the coolest thing there is. You know, those fire antlers are just wicked. What can I say? Yeah. But uh, not so wicked is his uh, big vertical area you're stuck in with him. Yeah, you could. I mean, I guess you could follow him up because he does some. It kind of reminds me of Sigma in NX1 where he starts jumping to from wall to wall across the center of the screen. Yeah. Zigzagging up and down. He does have a fire shot he can do. He does a flame punch. Both of them look pretty much just like your weapons. Yeah. You know, when you get the fire, the speed burner, which is cool. Yes. But if you have that bubble gun, you can knock him out of the air any time he's above you. It, it, if you have that bubble weapon, it is on you to get hit because you, right away he'll start jumping up. And you, if you just start shooting right away, you can just hold down that button and walk in front of him. And, and you might waste some ammo, but he will never recover. Yeah. Easy uh, peasy, man. You know, and that's, I think, on me. I I didn't, I at this point I was like, oh, man, I got to save some of this ammo. I still, I yeah, I did that for most of the game, but, regrettably. And I think I got hit a couple times just from when he landed. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, again, this guy's pretty easy, you know, once you have that power-up. I mean, the first gun. time you get there, you might, you know what I mean? But once you know what's up, you know his pattern a little bit, and you have that gun, it's just, it's, you know. Well, if you're like me, the first time you get there, you're not going to seriously fight the boss anyways. No, that you're feeling him out. You, you don't have wanna... half your health, yeah. and yeah. you're like, I'm going <laughs> to check your patterns, see how much the X-Buster does against you. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, you know, the standard practice. Then after you've died, yeah. that's when you go in, special weapon, full blaze. Well, sometimes if you get lucky and you get to the boss and I'm, I'm just playing around, checking weapons, but I'm, even though I'm at half-life, you know, I'll start to realize and be like, wait a minute, I'm doing really good. Should I, do, do you switch gears and try to really beat him on the first one? You know, sometimes you can do it. It feels good. It does. Uh, but if you do defeat him, you will receive... The speed burner, right? The speed burner, which... It's weirdly named because it's a that's a superpower. It's mainly just like a flame gun. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I I just think of a speed burner as the charged up version. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to go to the next level that has a boss weak to the speed burner, you will be finding yourself in Morph Morph Moth's stage, which is one of my favorites of all time. Which is a crazy junkyard. Yeah, and it looks 
you know, it looks good. It's it's pretty kind of dismal when you start outside. You know, I'm wrong. This is where you see those uh, bee, giant bee tank oh, sure. creatures okay. gotcha. uh, in, the, in the outside uh-huh. from the game before. Well, right away, you'll see one of the coolest enemies in the game, which is the hanged robot. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of weird. It makes me wonder many questions where it's like, what? Like, it's a robot hanging from a kind of laser chain by its neck. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of like a, a do not enter kind of like I, I Yeah, I guess. Move. I and, and they're cool because, you know, they, they will shoot at you from their eyes. You can shoot the bodies and the heads will remain and still shoot. So mm-hmm. take them out. Now, right away at the beginning of the stage is uh, the heart tank. Yes. But you probably won't be able to get... I No, I couldn't. You need the crystal snail's uh, yep. crystal hunter to freeze some freeze a shield bot to use to jump up to it. It's right outside the first entrance. Uh, but once you get into this uh, recycling center, junk factory, <laughs> whatever it is, yeah. there's like a conveyor belt area that has these magnets that are pulling up trash. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the only upgrade that is really hidden. Yeah, this is one that's kind of BS. You... you would probably need the helmet to find it yeah. if you didn't know because there's some floor that just looks like any other floor. Correct. But if you happen to use a spin wheel, it will eat through it. Yep. And at the bottom is where you get the armor upgrade. Which is important because even more important than the Giga Crush, you know, that's half damage from all enemies. So it helps make your life go a long way. Which I got it so early I didn't even realize that I was benefiting from that. I got you. Yeah, that yeah. power up. Um um, throughout this level, you will see one of the cooler enemies, which is these kind of junk bots, where it's like pieces of enemies from Mega Man X1. Yes. There's those, like, that fish yep. body, and then there's, like, a little hard hat guy on top of it. You know, they're, they're, that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, I really like that. And then there's a mini boss in this level. And what a mini boss it is. You have to fight, well, it looks way more intense than it is. <laughs> there's this giant tank that is about to break. It breaks open, and, like, a little... Like a robo face hugger pops out? I guess, yeah. They look some maybe like a grasshopper bot, some some kind of little insect. Uh, it burrows itself into the ground and then it comes back up running some sort of junk bot. Yes. And the junk bot is a little tough because I mean it doesn't really it jumps at you, it can shoot stuff, but you have to hit it in the chest, not the head, so it's a little kind of kind of tricky. And that's because this little scenario only ends when you've destroyed that little creature. Yeah. Which is vulnerable in between. I'm guessing it's in the chest. Yeah, it's like once you hit it enough stuff, then the, the body will collapse and the little bug will come out, and then you can shoot it. And, and if you're not quick, it'll resurrect another that's right. another robot. And it did, and it, it was it was frustrating. But you beat it, and then you can move on to the last part of this level. Well, right away after this is where the X-Hunter room is, Yes. if you need to get there. Yeah. Because uh, you're on an elevator going down, and you're flanked by the shield guys. But anytime yeah. there, the shield guys are like, Guarding an elevator, if you don't jump or do anything, they never hit you. Yeah, just head down. There is some life you can pick up if you need it. But but there's more life at the bottom if you need it. Yeah, yeah. And once you start getting down to the bottom of this level, you'll see tons of those little insect grasshopper bots. Yes. You know what I mean? They'll start flying at you and stuff. Like, they really swarm you. Yes. Uh, and more of these magnet areas with the robots with their heads. Yep, yep. And then you make your way to the boss of this level, Morph Moth. Morph Moth. Who might be my favorite looking boss of the game. Okay, okay. He's he's all right, man. Um, he looks like a nice cross between, like, Killer Moth and <laughs> Mothra. Okay, okay. He's well, very, very bright. He's got his big ears. It's an interesting... Uh, I mean, that's his final form. That's right, because he starts off in kind of a 
a pupa, I guess, or yeah, it's like hanging from a string in the center of the screen is a little cocoon, we'll say, and starts moving left and right, swinging, and you can shoot it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it'll fly off and try to hit you. Yes, it's not very tough. So if you do have flame stags fire gun, mm-hmm. uh, this first form is nothing. Yes, it'll you can shoot it with a fire. It'll it'll turn black and its eyes will blink. It's been burnt. And it's stunned until you fire it again. And it does a pretty significant amount of damage because... It takes like three or four shots. What is it like halfway down his life? Yes. Was when he will change form and the magna... Or... Pupa. Or the... I'm sorry. <laughs> he will change form into the morph moth that we saw at the beginning of the stage. Yes, the awesome looking one. And now he has the power of Mothra. Yes, he just drops moth dust upon ye. Which... what wh- What is that? I, I don't know, man. Is it's that like a of, thing? In, is that a Japanese folklore thing? I don't know. It's it's strange. As one who's watched a lot of Mothra films, <laughs> that's always been like a. I was like, that's a weird, a weird thing he does. Maybe it's like, it's like a, a glitter dust that. Where did it come from? I don't know. But where did it go? luckily for Morth Moth, he has that power. And if you do get hit by it, this is the dangerous part of the 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 fight. Even if you have that flame power, yeah. Just because if you don't jump up in time to hit him, you can be caught under some of that. Yeah. It hits you a few times. It's, I mean, if you stay on the wall, you're pretty, it helps. Yeah. And then, you know, it only takes another three or four hits from that flame gun and the moth is toast. This is one I, I, I got here with my X-Buster and could not beat him my first time. Gotcha. Um, once you've beaten the morph moth, you get the uh, silk shot. Yeah. Oddly named. It is. I... And the magna centipede is weak to it. So go to his level next. Yeah, this is a tricky level, man. Um, this is one I battled my way through with the X-Buster and came back later and had a much easier time. Yes. It has uh, two... Um, it starts off where, you know, this is like the computer control center or something. Well, it starts, you know, with one, the orb Yeah. that the bad guys have been looking at when they so, saw your information. Now, now you mean biz. Yeah. And this is the level that has like these... Well, at first it's a sentry zone where you can't get caught. Well, first you have those little, like, electro shield flying robots. Oh, yeah, those guys stink. Yes, because they have a little, like, blue shield on them, and you can shoot that away, and then you have to shoot them again before they get their shield back up. Which is almost immediately. It's pretty quick, yeah. And then, and right after them, you'll see some platforms where you'll start seeing searchlights in the background. Mm-hmm. If you cross one, then alarms go off. Bridges will drop from over the pits, and these blocks will fall from the ceiling that will then animate into turrets and attack you. And if you don't get hit, it's way easier. Or if you don't set off that alarm, it's way easier. And there's even a block you need to yes. get to a heart tank. That's right. If you if you can't get through here without, or you have to avoid all of the spotlights to get that heart. And then the second half is with these falling blocks that will crush you either from ahead or like from the left and right. Yes, they're very large. Uh, there are some like purple ones that you can destroy, but... Uh, One charge shot will destroy them. Yeah. They're they're not too bad. Um, and then the final chunk of this area, there is that uh, another sub tank. That's right, but that one's tricky because you have to kind of you have to air jump off of one of those blocks before yes. it falls into a pit forever. Yeah, so, so you, you have to get be so on it. <laughs> you just have this one little window to do it. It's actually not that bad once nope. you figure it out. But if you don't get there in time, that block could already be gone. And then after that, you have another mini boss. This is uh, one of the first appearances of those oh, wicked graphics. The wire sword, yeah. This guy can 
Yeah. It's either easy or hard. It just depends on what the sword's doing because you can only hurt the hilt of yes. the sword, not the blade. The blade is immune. Um, it looks cool. I found it to be easiest if I did not jump at all mm-hmm. because the blade would stay on the ground level. Gotcha. And then kind of sometimes it'll charge me and I would just let it go through me or I would jump over and then you'll get a few seconds where it's like that hilt is right there and you can just gun it. Right. And then you have a not long vertical shaft, just a falling area. Yes, but it does have a bunch of uh, spotlights as well. Mm-hmm. I found that part to be super easy, though. I just went fast and didn't worry about anything. And then you get to an interesting part uh, at the bottom where it's a large open room with these weird gray globs yes. falling from the ceiling, making terrain. And they will hurt you if you if they hit you. Or if you just wait. That's true. You they can fill wait. up the whole area, then you just climb and walk across. Well, but while you're doing this, there's a computer scanning you oh, sometimes. Yeah. That's true. And, and I, I didn't realize that what what that meant. Yeah, and, and at first, it doesn't seem to be hurting you or anything. And then, you know, you can either wait it out or rush through and you come to... Well, there's a split here. On the bottom is a X hunter room. Which you have to be quick for, because if you do wait, it'll be covered up. That's right, yeah. So, I mean, generally, if you just come in and start dashing, you can make it over there and take minimal damage. Right. Yeah. Uh, but at the top, there is a mini boss. Yeah, a pretty uh, cool-looking, like monster robot it's got like a long neck and claws and stuff like yeah it's humanoid still but this is where those scans come into play yeah depending on how many times it scans you it changes color and gets tougher is that's it... how tough it is yeah okay is that... i was worried that that was like how many times i had to like destroy like a layer of it oh lord yeah which was not not there but i fought it on its toughest toughness i'm sure i yeah i wasn't exactly sure if it got different attacks it does shoot like a pink fireball it has a jumping downward spread with three green lasers I used the boomerang on this one, I think, a bit. Oh, I bet that would be good, yeah. And then, you know, it, it, this boss might take a few minutes, but afterwards there's just one little stretch another uh, with a bunch of falling floors and blocks again. So you, if you have the air dash, this is nothing. Nothing to you. No. And then you are at the boss. Magnus Centipede. And he's fairly cool looking as well. Yeah, he's all right. Um, he's like a centipede that has arms and legs in addition to centipede legs. Right, right. Just kind of crazy and weird. Yeah, the centipede legs almost just look like spikes, really. They do. Although I think, um, you know, you want to use your silk shot here, and that will stun lock him. That's how I beat him. I could barely see him. And at some point, I don't know if you have to charge it up to hit him, but he will, um, you can knock his tail off. Yes. And then he can't do some special attacks, because what does he do? He teleports around, right? He can throw shuriken at you, I noticed. I think he was, they were kind of trying to make him the... Metal Man or Shadow Man, the cool guy of the of the of this crew, right? But I found him to be one of the easiest. Of course, I had the weapon I needed. I had the silk shot, so you know. Yeah, I mean, the thing about him is that uh, he doesn't really move around a lot. He just vanishes and then reappears. You know what I mean, right? But he can apparently suck you in and steal your powers. Oh, so we benefited from being able to stunlock him a lot. Right, right. If you don't have that, then that's the main problem. I see. I, this was one that I did could not make it to my first few playthroughs yeah. with the X-Buster. It's a tough level. Especially if you don't have that dash. Yes. That's yeah. really what makes this level a lot easier. Um, but yeah, he's got the shurikens, the tail attack, and then that power drain. So hopefully you have your superpower, silk shot, you take him out. Not too tough. Destroy it, yes. Uh, from the centipede man, you do receive the magnet missile. Magnet missile. Which you take on to... The Crystal Snails, Crystal Caverns. Possibly my favorite level in any game. Top top 10 levels of all time. Oh, wow. 
This level's beautiful, man. Yeah, it's a it's a cool looking cave for certain. It is. It has a lot of sloped. Uh, the color really... scheme is great. Yeah, yeah. You got it's all like purple. You get some green. Uh... What I love is the crystals themselves, though, have like a sheen that animates. Yeah, Shing. little re- reflections and stuff. It looks so good. It does. It, it does. And um, and right away, there's you know it's it's pretty easy. You go down a, an incline to where you will see a mobile attack suit. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's interesting a couple points that they have these kind of slippery slopes. Yes. And that attack suit though is cool because this is the longest time you get to use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's actually necessary because uh, you use it, go across an area, you fall down, and then there's a wall you can destroy with it. That's right. Yeah, you have to backtrack a little bit. Or uh, well, well, no, no, no. Yeah, sorry. Well, that's if you want to continue to use it. Because you have to abandon it, and then there's these sliding giant crystal blocks that destroy smaller ones. Right, right. But before that is the heart that you... Oh, the heart I couldn't get. Oh, you couldn't get this one. It's tough, man. This is the one where you have to use the... You have to jump... So you have to ride the thing to a pit, fly across the pit in your mech, and then use your grapple to get it. Okay, well, the way I had done it that I had read, because I couldn't, I kept trying different things, but it's if you get this mech and take it down Mm -hmm. and then charge up its spikes. I didn't realize you could do the charge jump till later. Yeah, yeah. If you you do, if you charge it up and then jump, you'll get a a bigger arc and then you hold down your jump and you'll float. You'll just barely not make it and then you can jump out to get the heart. Gotcha. And then, you know, there's a little platform you take back. It's it's right at the beginning. it's in the very first pit. Yeah, it's it's easy to miss, but it's tough to get. Now, if you do uh, let that crystal later on break things in its path, it'll free up your mech. That's right. You can uh, yeah, you can take the mech a little farther than it seems like you can. And then you'll need to use it in that same jump power to get uh, to another chamber, and that's how you get up to the boss if you want to do the the Maverick Hunter yes. boss fight in this level. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to move to the right. And if you still have that mech, there's a bunch of ice blocks or crystal blocks you can destroy with it to make it easier to get up. Which, uh, there's a certain section that can be very frustrating because you have a lot of these little, like, crystal cannons. They're, like, on the wall, and they shoot bouncy diagonal shots that can be... They're tough enough to avoid as Mega Man X, but when you're in the armor, it can really mess with you. Mm -hmm. Now, after that, you do have another mini-boss. Ah, yes, a big crystal... Well, it's a crystal. There's like a robot inside it. Yeah. Well, inside this crystal is like some sort of robot entity. As you start to attack it, it summons like another little robot to fly around. Yeah. And that little robot shoots out a bouncing attack. Yes. And the longer this goes on for it, the more of those will come out. Yeah, you'll get two, three, four of them eventually, right? I only encountered three. Maybe it is only three, but it feels like plenty. Because you are avoiding their shots all the while trying to blow up this thing. Trying to, yeah. And it takes a decent amount of uh, of punishment. It does. I, w- I did see on a playthrough, uh, you can get up here with that mech. Oh, really? And then punch the crap out of it, and it dies almost. It's like a, you can slaughter it. But I, I, that's really, it, it looked really rewarding. <laughs> that sounds pretty awesome. After that, you have an Indiana Jones run from a giant crystal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, down that next shaft or cavern is where you get your helmet upgrade. This was the first one I got on my first playthrough. I was so pumped because, I, you know, I kept looking at these pits where I was like, yeah, all right, I know there's going to be something down here. And there was, and I saw the capsule. I was like, yes. And then and it, it was, was like, worthless. It's the head. And I was like, oh. Oh. Uh, and then after that, you have your first, like, uh, a, a room that is useless until you have your oh yeah yeah silk shot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although it's not that useful because it just pulls in weapon uh, Yeah, which refills. don't those refill after? Every level. So what's the? I know. <laughs> 
Uh, and then you have to backtrack as you run from a giant crystal. And then after that is the boss. Crystal snail. And crystal snail is very hard if you don't have it. He was uh Although I did see one. my son beat it. He was the only one I was able to beat. Okay, my son beat him without the buster yeah, as well. Yeah. Or with just the buster as well. Or he was the first one anyways, but it, it is a long fight. And the crystal snail is a weird, weird boss fight. Well, yeah, because he um, will start kind of, he'll go up into his shell and it'll start rotating in the air sometimes or wherever he is. And then he will kind of rocket at you and try mm-hmm. to hit you. And he can, uh, he has some kind of shot in as well, well he as. he can freeze you. Oh, right, right. With that crystal shot. Oh, yes, that's right. And it sucks because you have to try to break out as fast as you can, as well as he can slow time. Oh, yeah. Which is not fun. And then when you do hit him, because you can't hit him in the shell, it will knock him out of the shell. And you have an opportunity to get another hit in, but it's very tough. Yeah. Now, if you have the mine, then this battle is a lot easier. Yeah. Because you can knock him out of his shell at any point with the mine. Yeah, it's awesome. Then when he falls to the ground, you have at least one or two opportunities to hit him again. If you can get if you can hit him multiple times, like you only have to knock him out like twice or three times. Yeah, two or maybe. three times. Yeah, not not tough if you have it doable. Otherwise, yes. Uh, once you have defeated him, though, you get that crystal shot, which is weird because it looks like an ice cube and it's a little little picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and it's called the crystal hunter. And I just when I read that, I assumed this is my homing weapon. It, home, it homes nothing. It does nothing. <laughs> but you're gonna want to take that straight to overdrive ostriches stage. Oh, yeah. I saw this as a beginning stage for some players online. Mm-hmm. I could see that as well. I mean, it depends on how much backtracking you want to do, of course. And this stage is all about the bike. Yeah, right away you'll get to introduce to a, one of my favorite enemies, which is like, they're similar to some enemies we saw in X1 where it's a one-wheel little enemy coming at you, but... It's like a warthog. Yeah, it's like a little roadhog, road pig, hog yeah. wheelers. I don't know. They're, they're, they're pretty funny, I think. And you start outside, but then quickly you're inside whatever this building is. A hangar or something? Or? Yeah. Um, right away is a very noticeable wall to destroy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's how you get to your ex-boss. Sure, Ex-hunter. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just making your way down through this area to the speeder bike, really. Yeah, yeah. There's a speeder bike at the bottom. You can ride it over some spikes. And then there's a large... Wall yeah, bridge? It's like an incline. Yeah, they have these like wall bridges. You might, I think you see one too, where it looks like a wall, but you shoot it and it starts to incline down. Mm-hmm. And you can use them as a ramp. And then, yes, it becomes a ramp. And here you have to shoot this thing down. Now, we must, a... we should mention that the bike does have a couple features. Oh, sure. Yeah. It uh, goes over spikes. Mm-hmm. You can turn around in it. Yes, but you cannot stop. No, you cannot stop. It does have a jump yep. and a boost. Yeah, yeah. So And its own shots as and well. And yeah, it shoots a gun. And then once you once you make it up over that big bridge, then it's kind of real. It's bike time. You're up in the desert. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a sandstorm happening. That's right. A weird. And as you as you adventure to the right, you will encounter a, a turbine sandstorm generator. Yeah, you, there's a machine generating the storm. If you wreck the bike into it, it will destroy it and stop the sandstorm. Or you can just jump over it. Yeah, keep going. And yeah. keep going. It doesn't really matter either way. Um, now, if you are my son. Or I think we've talked a little bit. Yeah. You, you're going to be in this area a lot, Ugh. Yes. because you need to continue using this speeder uh, for a while, further than you normally would think if you want to get the heart container from this area. It's true. Um, it's uh, I did this a lot over. This was an area where I did save state right after. There is a bike respawn out here, so you can grab a bike, head to the right. You want to get all these bridges knocked down so that when you make you make have to make a big jump up a cliff and then you enter the building. Mm-hmm. And then you just have two two quick little jumps that if you can make it will lead you to a little spiked corridor where the where there's a heart tank. Yes, or if you have flame stag's power, 
you can just air dash and then flame dash to that heart and then your own death. I I didn't have it. This was one of my earlier levels, and I, and I this is one of those like weird challenges that just got its hooks into me, and I just didn't think to try anything else. Right. Just like keep trying, keep doing it. So it did. I did spend 15, 20 minutes doing this over and over and over. Yeah, it's very easy to do that. I saw saw it in my own house. Uh, <laughs> directly after that, though, is uh, the secret area that has the mid-air dash. Yeah, which is a great one. And all you need to get it is the spin wheel. Yep. So I advise you to do that. And then the end of this level is awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is a desert missile base. Yes. And you jump on a missile. Yeah, a giant missile starts to blast off. And you ride it and start blowing the crap out of it. Yeah, um, auto fires it until it explodes, and then you land in the, well, the boss chambers of Overdrive Ostrich. Which I didn't realize is as long as it was. It, yeah, it's a long, I mean, it just like looks a full like highway. a loop. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, if you have to fight him without your gun, um, it's still not impossible. No, it's doable. I almost got there. I couldn't quite, I could never clinch it, though. It was very frustrating. He starts out in the distance and you see his little silhouette and this part does bug me he'll jump towards you but it doesn't line up always with where his silhouette left he'll come down on top of you if you're not moving so it's a weird tricky you know you want to like hold for a second then dash so that he'll land behind you Mm -hmm. Uh, then he will run across the screen in his super fast motion and try to kick you yeah he has a weird leaping like do 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 like his his kick thing that is bizarre you can go underneath him if you if you time it right, but uh, it, it's, I don't know. It, that's a tough one. That does some good damage. He'll also shoot his sonic slicer, which is like a vertical shot up, and then five or six of them come down, and you want to try to position yourself in between them. It's kind of tough to dodge. I found it really random. Sometimes I would either avoid them all very easily, and other times I'd always get hit by them. I don't know if it's just because he's constantly moving. Like, I couldn't be like, all right, look, stand right to his right or left or under him to mm-hmm. avoid the shots. It never seemed to work. Well, because once you get him, if you have your crystal thing and yeah. hit him with it, he'll, he will almost never f- go to the distance. Yeah. And he'll I just constantly that do that raining. Keep trying to jump up. and Jump up and then do the, the shot from the sky. Mm. So for me, it was just like, well, I just got to take these hits or try to avoid them because that's the main attack I saw from him as I would then stun him again as he hit when he hit the ground. I'm sure, yeah. By this point in the game, then you can probably easily afford to trade punches. Which is basically what I did. I mean, it, it was still one of the ones where you're going to take damage and it's going to be a while because you can't just continuously stun lock him. He's going to escape and then jump and do his attack mm-hmm. in the air. Yeah, yeah. But again, if you have at least one tank, you should be able to get through this guy. You got it. You destroy the ostrich and you get the sonic slicer. Which you will take on too. Is this the last one? Yeah, the final one. Wire sponge. The final. The weirdest. The wildest. The one I don't understand. The wire sponge. It's a. It, it is a weird boss. Um, his his level is the weather control station, which is a cool level. Yeah. Um, especially if you get here last. Right. Right. I mean, this is where I started. Which right away, there is a hidden heart up in the top left of the very starting screen. It, it, you can't see it, but there's a alcove where you can walk behind the background so just wall jump up there and grab that straight off the bat okay cool and then right away you are in like a like a biodome type scenario yeah yeah which looks cool you see little uh frog bots out here mm-hmm. um, classic yeah and these like bush turrets it's like a, it looks like a little bush but then it's like on a pole and has a gun funny extends yeah and then you get to your first little weather control unit yeah these orbs and the wind starts up pushing you around mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you can destroy this orb if you want right but if you switch to the flame stag 
or the water, the bubble gun, mm -hmm. you can change it to rain or to heat. If you shoot it with either of yes. those weapons. Okay. Which then, like, doesn't have the pushing power of the wind. Yeah, that's nice, yeah. Super nice. Really, the heat's the best because it'll... the. You can see the frog bots like overheating. They start smoking and will explode. Yep. And cool. it looks cool. It adds like a cool hazy effect to the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the middle portion of this level, uh, if you did not have that dash jump, would be pretty hard because it's uh, just those floating vertical platforms yeah. over a bunch of spikes. It's doable. You can get up there to get that. Uh, there's a one up. And the final sub tank. Or first. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, and then you're at an elevator shaft. If you go down, that's where you have your Maverick Hunter. Mm -hmm. But if you go up, you are... I think that's where there's... Uh, I think there's screw bots jumping down at you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's another one of these scenarios where almost all the elevators that go up in this game don't stop. They just run you into yeah, spikes get and off you stay of on them. <laughs> Don't really, loiter. Like, I guess it's like a pro productivity kind of thing. Maybe. They don't want people hanging out in the elevators. So, like, you got to move or you're going to be murdered. Elevators are fun to hang out in, though. <laughs> They're the best. It's a, yeah. Uh, then you have one more stretch of weather machines. Um, well, here's where I, you might have seen these already, but they're a little like helicopter bots that drop like these thorn seeds. Like if they get the ground, this little like spiky vine comes out. Mm, yes. As well as, you know, we've seen these in a lot of levels, but this was the first one I saw them in are those big scorpion robots. Oh, yeah. And the scorpion robots, they stink because they take a lot of hits. And they have like yeah, yeah. multiple like types of attacks. They do like a couple laser beams, like a lob type attack. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I found the wheel gator is the best. Yeah, for this. yeah, I agree. It'll tear them up, and then you make your way to the boss. And what a boss this is! What, what wire sponge? What is a wire sponge? First I, of all, it looks like a sea cucumber. Yeah, well, that's what I'm assuming. It's some sort of aquatic animal. Not a sponge. It doesn't look like a sponge. It doesn't. Looks like a pickle. A sea cucumber. <laughs> I can see it. A bundle it, of grass blades. It has like a little flower on its head. That's yeah. It's, and it has uh, two like what he, are those tentacles? Has, like, rope. I don't know. Attacking. If, yeah, and they have like metal leaf blades on the end. Nothing about this guy makes any sense. It it is very strange. He's the definitely the top man of X two. Mm -hmm. He does have several attacks though, where he will he will shoot seeds at the wall. And make a little vine grow out that you will hurt you if you don't destroy it. Right. He can, you know, he'll throw a, one of his little vine tentacles or whatever to the ceiling and kind of move up and down while shooting at you or throw it in the wall and charge you. Yes. He's not that tough with the X-Buster. And, I, you know, if you have the, the slicer, he's really easy. At one point, it does release spores that pop out. Okay. Uh, but you can destroy those. I'm trying to remember. I don't well, remember. Well, they'll hit the ground and make like a thing grow, I think. I will say one thing. The coolest thing about Wire Sponge is that if you do defeat him with the Sonic Slicer, you get a sweet little animation where it shows him, you know, explode a bit, and then he slices in half anime style. That is awesome. And falls down. There is one more attack he does, like, at the very end, though, uh, where oh, he, like, yeah. brings down the lightning. Yeah, he starts heating up. He'll start, like, you'll see him turning red, and then he does do that lightning thing. That's and right. That's yeah. hard to avoid the lightning. It is, because, it you know, much like the Sonic Slicer, it's this weird... Kind pattern. of random spacing, I get, it seems like. But if you have the slicer, you can knock him off the chain anytime he gets into the air. And it's really easy to stun lock him. Yeah, yeah. He's very easy. Yeah, he's the easiest, I think, in the game, personally. All right. But uh, destroy him, and now you have every single weapon in the game. Hopefully you've gotten all parts of X. That's right. And yeah. then you can move on to 
the X Hunter base. The final, you know, the well, Wiley stages. We've gotten a few cutscenes. Here's one where, you know, and usually it consists of Dr. Kane saying, oh no, robots, go do something. I'm still working on Zero. And here he's like, we found the location. It's at coordinate double zero, the North Pole. Go for it. I'm still working on Zero. And your first X Hunter stage is inside like a giant factory type area. So, yeah, this first one, you're, yeah, you're in a, it does look a little snowy outside, but you're in, inside now, and it's a, you kind of go down quite a bit. You'll you'll see a bunch of... Uh, it's those bird things, right? Well, there's like bubble bats, there's little screw bots, and, you know, electric shield, but, you know, we're seeing I, I a just, lot of these I just jumped and, and it's dashed the way all the way down. Jump and dash all the way down. You take a little platform across some spikes, and then is a sequence of, what, three? Too many. Too many of those robots that pull the walls together. That's right. You get some wall-closing scenarios where you have to just haul butt to the top. And I did this too many times where I would get to the last one and not be able to make it until I realized I was dumb. Because this is the other point at which that wheel gator charge power comes in super handy. Oh, to shoot the robot before? You can shoot the robot before Mm. it gets to the top. Like as soon as it's on the edge (laughs) of the screen, you shoot that robot, and then it never can pull the walls together. Man, I never even thought of that. It was just, what a fool. It makes this part, I I went from banging my head against it to being like, oh, this is a breeze. Right, right. Because that's all this level is, really. There is a split path towards the end. Yeah. um, If you take, like, the lower path, you fight a bunch of the hog wheels. There there is a vertical sequence where you have to go up. and Is the vertical path the one where the arms grab you? And toss you across. That's that's the top one, the robot arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the lower one, you have to go up. It's really just this kind of tough sequence where parts of the wall is electrified, and the ones that aren't have those triple shooter tri shot right. walkers on it. Well, I took the top path. I thought it was a little easier. I think it is because the far right one, the bottom path, has an area where you have to ride those vertical. That's things. the yeah. It's, too, too many things shooting at you. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Uh, and then you get to the top and. You have to go fight your first uh, rematch. That's right. Of course. I mean, this is assuming you beat all of the other, you know, the X hunters. You could get here without fighting any of them. Right. And if, in which case, this would be your first match. But either way, it's with good old Violin. And we discussed last week how we fought him. Yeah, I hear he seemed a little different I, he, where he's creating platforms above him at random. Yes. Which further complicates his weird spike ball pattern. It does, but if you have that bubble gun, he's just as easy. Mm. Or even if you don't, by now you got four sub-tanks. You're good. So you use the bubble power, whatever you have, defeat this boss, the violin. Stop the violins. And then you're, like, shunted back to the map stage. Yeah, so if you need to fill up your sub-tanks, you can go back to any of the previous levels again and, and fill them up. Now, here is the thing you should know. If you save in this version, I don't know about passwords, you have to start at the beginning of that level again. Oh, the first X level, or yes. Oh, okay. So you can't just do one, quit, and then come back. Oh, they all have to be done in a row. But you do have that opportunity to go back and refill your stuff in between them. Not too bad, though. That's no. Cool. Then you have the second one, which um, you know you is, is more inside tech level. This one kind of weaves in and out of uh, above and below the water table. That's correct. Full of torpedo fish. Yeah, but they're pretty easy to deal with. The The hard part of this level is the spikes. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, because so much of this level is uh, using those vertical platforms. Yeah, those like And hanging on to them walls. as you go over spikes. Yep, yep. Or sometimes they're even vertical uh, passages. And then there's like an area with a vertical passage that has a uh, an elevator taking you up with flames. 
And I have no idea how you get up to do that without hitting, getting hit by those flames. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. If you're, I just, I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm, just, <laughs> I'm taking the hits. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can afford it. And then I felt really stupid because then you have like a big chasm of spikes, mm-hmm. and I was like, how do I get across this? And then it's just flame stag. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, if you didn't have yeah. that, how would you get across that? Or the, uh, the super yeah. jump. These are the areas where I'm like, if you don't have that dash jump, how do you get through these, you, these you, parts? Yeah, you got to have it and know when to use it. You do. But right after that, you do have uh, your boss. That's right. Serge. But here he's much different. Yeah, he's got like a giant uh, wall in front of him. Yeah, you are in a, a very large room when the floor is covered with spikes. Some platforms appear for you to stand on. Four of them. And then as you progress to the right, he comes out where he's in a little pod that's behind a huge wall with four huge cannons that's shooting. All those platforms start alternately moving up and down, and the battle begins. And my go-to anytime I fight a mini-boss or whatever was to use my uh, Giga Crush right away. Uh, that'll work right here? And it just unbeknownst to me, wall. if you do that in the beginning, you destroy his wall. Yeah, yeah. Lickety-split. That's what I did. I saw, although I saw online someone used the charged up silk shot. Will also do it? Well, you have that big piece of junk on the front, mm-hmm. and you just like walk over, and it just takes out the wall so fast. Okay. Um, either way, they're both very easy. Um, and then once that's done, you're on one of those platforms, basically. And for me, it was just like, all right, I'm just going to take hits. Yeah, and because I was not dodging these things. <laughs> I couldn't dodge a single thing. I was just like, stay on a platform. Well, he shoots these little green... Uh, balls out that explode and alternate between shooting like up, down, left, right, or all four diagonals. Yeah. And I just could not keep track of it. And No. And uh, you know, the funny part is I would get knocked off. I got knocked off a few times, but yeah. luckily I had been hit by one of those shots. So right. I, I had enough invincibility frames left to jump back on. Just get just get back out there. And um, this was just like, well, I'm using two or three Yigi tanks. I'm just going to. Okay. There you I'm go. just going to stand here and just take it and shoot away. I read that he was weak against the slicer, and he seemed to be, but it was still tough to hit him because he's, like, protected for most of the, you know, it's only right before or after he shoots yeah, that you, he's that's, vulnerable. And that's why I had to use those tanks because, I mean, I was just, I was like, all right, I guess I'm just going to have my one second of hit, yeah. and then I take a hit or two, and Same then I here. hit it. This 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 battle was not my proudest moment. No. Um, if you've got a better way of defeating, if you have a better way of defeating this boss, let us know. Uh, but that's how we did it. You beat him, and then you're on to the third of the Maverick hunting levels. Yeah, baby. And once again, we're inside a fortress. It starts with some, uh, you know, we'll see some familiar friends here. Bubble bats, those shielded throwing thing bots. Yeah, the Captain Amerabots. Captain Amerabots. But we're introduced to a new kind of puzzle here with the flying platforms. Yeah, this level was really tricky. I, yeah. I went through it like multiple times. Well, it just took me a, a while to figure out like, okay, what am I supposed to do here? Like the all optimal... Yeah, because you have to jump on the platform to get it to snake around in the levels. And it's kind of annoying because they add like little parts where it clips. Yeah, so and you you're can't like, get past it. No, you can't go the obvious way. Then you got to, and anytime you, if you want to turn it, sometimes you have to jump on it three times to move it around. To and you don't level. have the room to do that. No, you have to hop and be very quick. So that's what all of this level, the first half of this level is. And it's just trial and error, learning where to do it. I did find it easier once you got to that second area. On the, the middle shaft, mm-hmm. there's a couple places where you can ditch that and then use your crystal shield to, or your crystal shot to lure in bats and uh. use them as platforms to jump through. And you know, I would, didn't even think about it, but I bet the bubble shield would make this easier too because you don't have to worry about enemies running into you, right? Right. 
I mean, that's what I did through this whole top area was I just crystal crystal bats and then land jumped from them. That's brilliant. Because I was like, I am sick of trying to figure out how to get to these very, very tight areas with it. It's not like an area that's like you're going to be dying. It's just do it over because you keep falling. <laughs> yeah, it's just very obnoxious. Uh, it's the second half of this level that is the deadly part. Yes. Because there are lots of spikes. You have a split path you can either take. That's right. But the spikes are no joke. No, not in either one. Um, I initially took the lower path. And then we know we didn't mention it last week. Yeah. But there is one more super power-up in the game. That's right. That's and this right. is where you get it. Yes. And I don't remember how you unlock this. Um, well, as far as I know, you have to have all of the hearts, sub-tanks, weapons, mm-hmm. and maybe zero parts. I'm not okay. sure if you need the zero parts. Well, I didn't, and I also did not get this thing. Okay. I did. Um, okay. That uh, you ha- First of all, here you have to take the top path, and it's got one of the worst screens because... First, you have several, you know, you have to, like, fall and dash to the right to avoid some spikes, right? Yes. But then you get up to this corner where you have to jump, dash, fall, and then speed burner back the way you came to avoid. It's like a... A little hook. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it, it took a little while. But then you fall down a large shaft. There's a secret room that takes you to another capsule. And that's where you get... The Shuriken. Yes. Uh, much like an X1, you, we have the secret Hadouken here. It's a dragon punch, and it's uh, really awesome. Uh, Dr. Light, his holograms seem surprised. He makes a... Oh, really? A Wayne's World. He's like, you are so cool. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. And then he gives you the dragon punch, which is super awesome, I think, because... And you do it just by doing a dragon punch, right? Uh, no, actually, you do it by doing half circle. So it's even easier. Oh, I actually can do a dragon punch. I was like, man, yeah, I didn't no, get this. I, maybe you can do both because I did. I do remember seeing that in a in a FAQ or something. But I was just doing the half circles, like I said. And but it's it's really cool because it's not the standard dragon punch. It's a it's Ken's dragon punch. Your right. arms on fire. Yeah. And you shoot forward a bit. You get a sweet arc. It's uh, a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, after that though is uh, Spike Land. <laughs> yes. Now we're back into spikes. Um, there's a bunch of enemies in the way, and you have to... I don't know how you get through this area without air dashing. I certainly don't. Yeah, it's all air dash, speed burner through, just blast your way through. You don't have time for this junk. No, because at the end, you have your boss fight. That's right, and since we've already killed two of the X-Hunters, this will probably not surprise you to know that you're fighting Agile. Agile, the third one. Though... This is one of the lamer fights, I think. He looks weird. He's not a human-looking thing anymore. Maybe he's inside some right. ship. But now he's flying at the, you know, he's in a box kind of mm-hmm. shaped thing. He's flying at the top of the screen. And in addition to attacking you, he drops floors with well, spikes. He, he creates down. floors. Yeah, they come out of the sides and then fall down. So and you can only hurt him if you shoot the head area of this of his machine body thing. Yeah, yeah. And there are spikes on the ground. Yeah, so you have to keep... Uh, I, well, I don't know what you're supposed to do. I just stayed at the very top corner of the screen. Right, right. You just have to watch out when he puts those the next floor down. And you have to be above it. it. Yeah, yeah. So Or you get hit by the spikes. Yeah, yeah. And so there are gaps for you to jump in between. Um, I just used my X-Buster, I think. Um, yeah, I found him to be the easiest of the three new bosses. He's not very hard. He's just not cool. I just thought it was a dumb look for him. But Agreed. Um, but either way, I think you can destroy him. You can. And once you do, you have one more stage. That's right. It is the classic. Well, first it's like a tease because you climb up a shaft and there's a transporter. There's two. One's yeah. broken. Yeah, yeah. You go through it and then you're in the classic 
boss teleporting room. That's right. Once you see all those pods as teleporters, you know what you're up against. And you have all the special weapons, so you can go through, fight them all. This was the area, okay, uh, something we forgot to mention about the Shoryuken um, is that it only functions when you are on the ground and okay. have full life. Oh, okay. So, And it's fairly like crazy strong. It is very strong. I was able to kill a bunch. This is where I used it the most because I got here and I have full life. So the first five of these bosses I was able to kill in like one hit. Because Dang. It, it like moves you forward and you're invincible while you're doing it. Oh, uh, okay. So you can just like, and it does more damage the longer your sprites over top of theirs. Huh. It's like one time I dropped in the, you know, I hit them once and the boss had five or six bars of life left. And I was able to just do another dragon punch immediately. Nice. It was cool. I was really hoping I would get more out of it later, but it was uh, it was fun while it lasted. It saved me some time. Now you go through and you defeat all of the bosses again, as you do at the end of every Mega Man game. Yep. You, you know how to do it. It should be even easier now. And then on to the fifth and final X Hunter base, which... It actually is a little uh, crazy, because if you're not realizing it, there it is a, a stage now, not just a quick jaunt. To the boss. That's right. Well, it's the Magna Centipede stage. Which was very weird. I guess that's their base. Yeah, it threw me off at first, but I guess it makes sense. It says it's like the computer central command or whatever. Right. And I didn't know if I was going to be going through like parts of all the levels again. Yeah, it did kind of. I was like, uh uh-oh. But everything (laughs) you learned before works just as well this time. In fact, uh, if you didn't get the heart or energy tank, I think they're still there. This time, though, at the very end where his chamber was, now there's a hole in the ground. Well, first, when you get there, you see Sigma. Yes. And that's when he comes out with Evil Zero. Oh, that's right. Well, not if you have all the parts. That's right. Well, I mean, yeah, you see him standing there with a black Zero, and then... I guess if you don't have the parts, you you fight that Evil Zero. Yeah, I don't know how hard that is. Um, So, tell us, listeners. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it's like the last game, where he has his shot, he has like a sword attack, right? the ash thing. Yeah, um, either way, before he can cause you any trouble in our scenario, the real Zero is finally completed, runs in, blows him up. And then he tells you, you know, I'll take care of destroying the computer. He blows a hole in the floor for you to follow to go fight Sigma. Yes, because Sigma has escaped. You jump down that shaft, and then it's time for the Sigma fight. Man, I wanted to hit him with that dragon punch so bad, but I couldn't. Mm. I guess he is weak to the Sonic Slicer. Okay, um, yeah, I, I think I was... I think I use a Sonic Slicer now that you mentioned it. Um, he's he's pretty cool looking now because this is actually, it's not really Sigma. It's like a robot version of him. Right. And he's got like Wolverine claws. So Yeah, he, it's totally a Wolverine thing. And then he does use this one thing, one of his attacks, where it's like the two purple orbs come out and makes an electric wall. Yes. Between, which is from Spark Mandrill's power. Right. He did that in the first one. So that was a cool kind of throwback. And he also can make like uh, five balls that come out of him mm. and then home in on you. Yeah. But purple. they're real slow. Yeah. They're so not tough. You can just like, run up a wall and jump over them or vice versa. Yeah. I was really just kind of blasting away. Yeah. The, the most dangerous one is his claw attack. Mm-hmm. Because right, if he hits you, like it throws you across the room. Yeah. This battle really, I realized at that point where I was like, all right, I got four full sub tanks mm-hmm. i'm all right I, i'm not even you know i kind of stopped trying a little i was like i'm just gonna shoot him a bunch. if you have played a Mega Man game before you do understand that it's probably not the final form sure yeah because once you've defeated this the neo sigma neo sigma well now you must fight the sigma virus that's right and this virus takes the form of a wireframe sigma head yes that 
is like spinning around, looking around. It's got a couple different like attacks. It breathes like a laser beam down and moves. Um, mm-hmm. There are times where it'll surround your head. He's weak against the spike or the strike chain. It's like the only the strike chain, the Mega Buster fully charged, and the Giga Crush are the only things that hurt it. That's right. Um, he will change color. Starts as what's it? Green, orange, and then red. Yes, and then he like summons uh, enemies. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But that's what made this boss fight super easy. Was I don't know about you, but I was getting tons of health from the enemies that he was summoning. <laughs> well, I was just like kind of, you know, blasting away with my strike chain, right? And then I did eventually get to this point where I used a sub tank right after he turned red. Yeah. So I was like, all right, he comes rushing at me and I did the dragon punch and that took him down. Oh, I ran out of chain power on him. Oh, no, sweet. I was like, oh, no, what do I do? <laughs> well, like, guess what? I got it refilled because of all the enemies that kept dropping <laughs> items. <laughs> I was like, I got enough to fight him some more. That's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the hardest part is when he, like, sticks onto you. Like, the head goes over you. Yeah. And I don't know how you get rid of it. I don't know. I just was just attacking and jumping around. I was just rapid firing with that strike chain when he did it. Same here. And I realized I didn't have to, like, I was firing that strike chain way more often than I needed to. Yeah, because I was probably wasting, because he's invincible when the second, every other, yeah, yeah. So, um, I... Even though he's got more health, since he's summoning creatures that drop health and power up, yeah, this uh, fight is not that hard. No, it's not. Um, I, I thought a lot of the ex-hunters were harder than this boss sure, fight, for yeah. sure. Well, I watching uh, the playthrough I did to freshen up, that, uh, that player, just three dragon punches is all it takes. It's like you hit him once and he turns orange. You hit him again, he turns red. You hit him again and he's dead. Gotcha. And I was like, man... And this boss seems like it would be the easiest one to hit with it because of the the height it maintains, you know? But mm-hmm. I couldn't do it, though. And then you get an ending after you've destroyed the Sigma virus. He rambles on for a long time about, you know, this vaguely... End of the world prophecy. Some stuff. Can't stop us all. I don't understand why Zero didn't work for me. There's a secret still. Then you get a sunrise. That's and It's a really nice sunrise. Yeah, yeah. It's My second Zero. favorite thing to sunsets in video games. <laughs> And then, you know, there's some more. It's like, Mega Man wonders, will the fighting end? And what will have to be sacrificed? And can you do it? And It was kind of uh, intense and deep. No, it was. It I was, was like, a little heavier where I was, I was like, like, wait, what? I wasn't like, you've won. Everything's happy. He's like, he wonders what it will like, take to he... make this fighting stop. Is he about to shoot Zero? Like, what's yeah. going on? Um, and then it kind of goes into credits where it just gives you the enemy names while it shows X driving to the left on a mobile bike. Which, the enemy names are funny and weird. I wish they had pictures, though, so I could know exactly which ones were which, yeah. Then it uh, gives you the all the bosses who have, like, power and speed ratings in yeah. RP. I didn't understand like, what their RP ratings were. I was like, Reploid points? I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe it has something to do with that, yeah. But my favorite part is that it also introduces you as Mega Man X. And yeah, there you go. And it plays the best music in the game. It does. And then at the very end, depending on if you saved Zero or not, he's the one or not at the the end screen. Where you get the thanks for playing Capcom. Capcom, yep. And then it's a hard reset. Yes, sir. All right. It is now the final portion of our show the review portion and of course we use the classic nintendo power review system that has four categories each category a possible score from zero to five starting with graphics and sound 
I gave this game a 4.0. Same here. Um, well, I said the music isn't banging. The graphics and backgrounds more than make up for that. Sure, yeah. When I compare it to X1, I'm, you know, everything, it's really just the music doesn't really, and it's not bad, it just doesn't stand out. No, and the backgrounds of this game are beautiful. I would have liked some more variety in enemy designs, but what we have here is uh, top-notch, so can't complain. Yeah, and all of the sprites, not only do they look good, they're all really well animated. Yeah, even Wire Sponge. Even Wire Sponge. Now we have Play Control, which I also gave a 4.0. Yeah, same here, um, because it handles exactly like a Mega Man X1. and But with, like, uh, the air dash... Yeah, yeah, I mean... I mean, everything has it's got its own button. You can remap it. Uh, everything feels familiar and solid, and it's not hard to pull off any of the moves you need to. Agreed, man. It's good stuff. I really nothing else to say there. <laughs> good job, Capcom. Next up, we have Challenge Factor. And this one was a little bit harder to figure out for me. I went with a 2.5. Whoa. Mirror so far. Oh, I also snap. gave it a 2.5 crazy well yeah i mean there are don't get me wrong there's some tough spots in this game but they're usually involved trying to get heart tanks or something right and i think we almost wrote the exact same thing i said they're very (laughs) hard parts but a lot of those are optional and once you have the extra heart tanks the e-tanks plus a password the places to refill stuff yeah you can brute your way through this game easily yeah they give you so many opportunities to use the extra things to make it through the hardest parts of the game indeed All right, Nick. Final category, theme and fun. Do we have a full oh. mirror? Um, I went with a 4.0. Oh, <laughs> so close. Ugh. I gave it a 4.5. Okay. Yeah, it, I was kind of torn. I thought this game was a blast. I think I enjoyed it more than X1. Really? Well, there are things I liked more about X1. I thought overall this game really made some new improvements and there was a lot more to do. Well, yeah, I liked game. the extra X Hunter stuff. And I felt like there was more reason to go back in all of the levels. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was more branching paths. There was more secrets to find. In some, yeah. I mean, the I, my only problem with the levels, they do look better, but I think they're a lot shorter. They are because I think you're supposed to go through them at least twice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's good stuff either way. Um, it didn't, didn't quite get me like the first one, but, you know, I don't know how much of that might just be soundtrack. That is a big but, part of it. But the thing for me is the theming is so nice where the, the stages are all really cool and they really reflect their bosses quite well. Sure, sure. So, Nick, should you play this game? Yeah. I agree. I mean, if you're an X fan, of course. If you're a Mega Man fan, of course. The game has not gone off the rails yet in terms of story or repetitiveness as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I was, um, you know... I didn't really heard much about Mega Man, the X series, beyond the first one, and I certainly haven't played a lot of it, so I was a little, you know, I had a little trepidation coming in, because I was like, is this gonna, is this gonna stink? Yeah, we haven't been burnt out on any Mega Mans yet. Not yet, no. So, So I'm, you know, we still have five on the NES. Yeah, there's five and six on the NES. I know, well, we got five then beyond. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And then we have, I guess, three and beyond here, so I guess, you know... Stay tuned. We'll yeah. let you know when we feel like the series is kind of fizzled, but so far, still rocking. Yeah, doing what Just it not does. in the soundtrack. Oh. Now 
next week's game will be Tiny Toon Adventures for the Nintendo Entertainment System. So find a copy of that game any way you can and play along, friends. That's right, and if uh, you want to let us know how you feel about Mega Man X2, what's your favorite weapon? Uh, you can do so at cartridgecommand at gmail.com. Or let us know on Twitter at Cart Command, the Facebooks at Cartridge Command, or swing on by patreon.com slash cartridge command and give us some money. That's right. That's a great place for pillars of our community. Uh, in fact, there are some folks out there, few fine folks that give to us every month, and we thank them every every single week because they are the reason the show can happen. Yeah, it's it's awesome and flattering that anyone gives us anything. So thanks. But if you'd like, uh, you know, to hear us more or to help us continue on, feel free to stop by and give us a dollar, three dollars, a thousand dollars. You decide how much to give us. Uh, we'll give take us it. The money. But, of course, those that do give, thank you all so very, very much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos, game on! And now they're gone. And they're gone. Truly a wonder of science... And magic.